The following is a presentation of the Pro Wrestling Report, TV and radio. Informative, entertaining, and real since 1998. wrestling fans and welcome to PWR Reaction. My name is Matthew Thomas along with the man they call Meathead. Did that work, Matthew? Did you understand that? Did you hear that? I'm, I'm the man they call Meathead. How is everyone doing tonight? Let's talk about wrestling. Meathead. Matthew, you know, I should be doing that 1-800-COLLECT. This thing would work a lot better, wouldn't it? I should listen to Stagger Lee Marshall. You should. You should listen to Stagger Lee Marshall, and you should get to where you need to go to a week in advance. Use 1-800-COLLECT and be one week early for all of your engagements. So what you're saying is buy my train tickets, because that's the the fastest way to go now is train cross-country, right? So do you think Lee finishes the party? And then he gets on the next train and then calls live with one eight hundred to collect road report. No, I'm sure that's uh, that. I think that's his that's his setup. That's his game plan. Yep. We've got another one hour nitro to break down, and this is the go home to Slamboree coming up this Sunday. Matthew's favorite match is only six days away. Kevin Green getting in the ring. In the main event, Matthew, not just getting in the ring, not just getting promo time. He's going to be in the main event against the NWO, New, 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 New World Order. You know, I would much rather see Kevin Green wrestle fake Razor. Really? Isaac mm-hmm. Yankum? <laughs> no, no, that's fake Diesel. Uh, I'm oh, I had a fake Razor. Who is that guy? <laughs> Good question. I'm going to have to research that. Well, let's talk about it. One hour nitro, and um, let's get it, the show on the road right away. The show opens up. Uh, they open up inside the arena, and right out of the gate, Michael Buffer. This was Bizarro World Nitro all over. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night. Is this the main event already? What did I miss? Dude, can you imagine turning it on at 7 Eastern, 6 Central, and Michael Buffer's on TV already? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this the main event to a pay-per-view? Where the hell um, am I? How old is this cheese we've been eating? You know, it's it's like Bizarro World. But that's how it starts off, and it starts off with the Macho Man talking about DDP, Diamond, Dallas, Page, yeah. Matthew, thoughts on this opening segment? They have really been struggling with what to do on these one-hour nitros, and tonight was no exception. They wanted to go big right out of the gate. And, uh, That's is, what she said. Is ex- yeah, there you go. And as exciting as it was, it just it, it felt 
it felt strange. You don't expect to see buffer open. Well, Matthew, doesn't everybody or, like a little strange once in a while? Of course they do. Of course they do. Are they saying that in 1997? Mike, not, not when it involves Michael Buffer, Randy Savage, and DDP. <laughs> Michael Buffer's going to get a little strange with the Macho Man while Elizabeth watches, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for Rumble? And Macho goes, ooh, yeah, brother, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Just awkward. Because... <laughs> And again, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm already digressing here. We're literally 20 seconds into this thing, and I'm off. Could you imagine somebody putting together like a huge sound file of just that with people's catchphrases back and forth, and just making an awkward conversation between them? <laughs> I think that'd be quite, quite, uh, quite entertaining. I mean, with the the internet now catching fire, I mean, who knows? Maybe you could do something like that and post it on the internet. Yeah, that AOL on fire, or is it AOL 1.0 or 2.0? Yeah, as long as you got a dial-up connection. I see. AOL is WWF. I think WCW is CompuServe, if I'm not mistaken, or Prodigy. I don't know. I mean, you know, they're a real fire starter, that's for sure. Sorry. Am I mixing my genres again? No, actually, fire starter is Prodigy. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Oh, there you go. That's what you call here, or that's what you listen into the program for, not for wrestling talk. We've already seen the show. You hear us, you know, be clowns. Uh, let's start with the opening match. How about Ultimo Dragon defeating Juventud Guerrero to retain the WCW Television Championship uh, in about five minutes, and he slapped the Dragon Sleeper on him. How'd you feel this match went down? I like the cruiserweights to open the show, and tonight was no exception. These two guys work really well together, and, um, you know, I thought it was a very fitting opening match. As per the usual, it's interview time in between the matches, and we got Mean Gene Okerlund in the ring. Here comes Ric Flair, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Kevin Green. Now, um, Larry Zbysko makes a point, but I want to make a point first. Who's the bigger star between Piper and Flair? What do you think? I think Flair by a little bit. Or by, a little by bit or a lot now, bit. To be honest with you. Uh, because, to, be, to be honest with you, a, a pretty wide margin. Okay. Because have you heard Flair's music play when the two of those come out? It's always Hot Rod's music. Right. He seems like second yeah, it's, uh, fiddle or second bagpipe, yeah. if you will. But here's the thing with Flair and, and Piper is Flair, as big of a star as he is, he's had such a long WCW tenure. You know, you count the years before WWF. I mean, NWA kind of merges into leads into WCW there, but, you know, basically his post-WWF tenor that's been since 93, early 93, so I think as as big as his star does shine because Piper's the new toy on the shelf, fresh from the WWF, and I mean, keep in mind, Piper was there just a little over a year ago for WrestleMania 12, no, actually longer than that, because they did, you know, several things with him well beyond that. Um, you know, he's the new toy from WWF, and WCW loves their WWF toys, even to the extent of building a stable exclusively of WWF guys, um, the like being uh, IRS and, uh, you know, all these shiny WWF, uh, former WWF people. They, they really like their new toys from the WWF, and I think that's kind of what's happening here. Ironically enough, here comes the Outsiders, and it's Hall, it's Six, it's Nash, and uh, 
they're up on the big screen. Hall says that there wasn't enough cheese in Baltimore to go to all the wine in the ring. Scott Hall nailing it with a little bit of a promo there. So the boys not in town, the outsiders, that is, uh, cutting a promo up on the big screen, which was a tiny screen. Literally, you wouldn't even know yeah. that that was a screen because they – it's not like it's highlighted. It's off in the back corner. It's behind a production set. If you're going to put something up on the screen, shouldn't we be able to see it? I'm just thinking. Demolenko defeats Steve Mongo McMichael to retain the United States Championship when Reggie White hits with a big splash. So <laughs> that just sounds so so ridiculous. Such a ridiculous synopsis. <laughs> right. So how did Demolenko defeat McMichael to retain where Reggie White <laughs> hit a big splash? Uh, here's here's a couple points. I'm from Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Packer Country, USA. Defending world mm-hmm. champion Reggie White. Super Bowl champion. Guy had a couple big sacks at the end of the game to help win the game for us. Um, Reggie shouldn't talk in the microphone. Let him just hit people. Because this promo was painful. Matthew, go. Yeah, I mean, you've got so much of it. You've got... And nobody asked anybody Mongo, if you like Philly. Yeah. Yeah, Mongo in and of himself would be enough. But you've got Mongo, and then you've got Kevin Green. You teaming with Flair, feuding with your main event performers, and now you throw Reggie White in the mix. Like, the next thing you know, WCW is going to spawn off and form a football league. Uh, let's hope they don't make it something crazy, like, you know, because we're in the extreme days now, like XFL or anything like that. Oh, let's hope course, that never comes to fruition. Not. So, yeah, um, you know, Reggie White makes Mongo McMichael look like he's you know, uh, literally a linguist. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. makes him look big. Makes him look amazing on the microphone. Uh, Rat defeats Scotty Riggs with the urinage. Uh, is that how it's pronounced? And then at the end of the match, there's Glacier standing on the ramp, staring down his helmet. You've got my helmet. Prepare to die. It's almost like that scene from The Princess Bride. My name is Aldo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. My name is Glacier. You stole my helmet. Prepare to die. Unbelievable. There Conan and Ian Morris defeat Alex Wright and the Ice Train when Conan makes Train Smith with a tequila sunrise. Must have been a little bit of tart on the tequila. Must have been that silver label. Um, Alex Wright mm-hmm. comes out to inch, 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 inch. Oh, no, man. I don't want to get hit. I'm leaving. Inch, 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 inch. Well, there's no laughing matter to this at all. It ends up being two-on-one on on the ice train. Your winner, Conan and Hugh Morris. Your thoughts on Alex Wright actually getting some time outside the beach and getting into a match and then leaving the match? You know, I'm all for mid-card storyline progression, but again, the problem you run into is when you want to pull the trigger on something, you've really done nothing with Alex Wright recently, so I don't know that anybody cares, and that's the unfortunate thing with a lot of these guys in the mid-card that are just there in these matches week after week with real, no real storyline. When you do try to do something, I'm not sure if people are invested enough in what's going on with them to even care. Fair enough. Okay, well, again, one-hour nitro, also a very quick wrap-up and a very quick reaction. Let's talk about the NWO music filling as the Eric Bischoff makes his way out. Now, Tony reminds us that Eric is set to interview Thing, which obviously is going to be the bogus thing, and here's bogus thing. But at the end of the night, look, it's real thing, and real thing is coming to get him some. 
So Ring Sting making his way to the ring, handed out baseball bats, and starting to beat people down. Your thoughts on this one-hour Nitro? And we have one more coming, I believe, next week. Uh, Sting, I mean, Sting is, is money. You were hoping this is where it was going to. You were hoping you just weren't going to go off the air with a fake Sting interview and this, that, and the other. I mean, they're doing a really, really good job uh, with with what they're doing with Sting. Uh, hopefully they can keep it up. You know, at some point, That's is he going to have to talk? Is he? There you go. And uh, I, I don't know what the ultimate payoff is here, but whatever they're doing, they're doing well, and people are continually excited to see him every week. So I hope they, they keep this momentum going. Fair enough. For Matthew, I'm the man that's me today. We'll see you next week for Slamboree Reaction right here on PWR Reaction. So long, everyone.